I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. And I am here today with another special guest. Now, Heather Stafford, we've got this official intro, but uh, I'm just going to call Heather the ultimate tech ninja, um, and not because she's got amazing tech skills, although she does, because she's really smart about building a team that makes it so she only has to do what she has to do and lets everybody else specialize in what they specialize in and make the magic happen. Um, But today, first of all, welcome, Heather. Thank Um, you. And second of all, I want to um, dive into a topic that has been on a lot of people's minds with current happenings where I won't say the the, the big word. uh, No. But, you know, we, we're in some uncertain times and there's a lot of questions. And today I would love to dive into um, exactly what, from your perspective, what you see businesses can do who are now facing things like, um, you know, having to close their doors for, I don't know, the foreseeable future because we don't know timelines on things for sure. What can they do? People that are in brick and mortar companies, also people that maybe have businesses online. Let's talk about that. But before, so, um, before we do that, tell us more about you. You want you you want to know more about me? I mean, um, I'm 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 the girl behind the computer. Okay. Pretty simple. Um, I'm a I'm an introvert with a strong set of extroverted skills. Um, and I've been an entrepreneur for 17 years. Um, I honestly like I'm Jeremy. You're you're gonna get the you're gonna get this before Facebook gets it. Um, I have made no comments on the current state of the union and what's going on and um, everything because the pandemic has not changed my daily routine a whole lot at all. Um, we've got nothing but busier and I don't leave my house. <laughs> I mean, I, I speak on stages and I do travel quite a bit to speak and teach and train, but on a daily basis, like I get Amazon to deliver my groceries and Somebody comes and walks my dogs. So when this all happened, everybody's like, so how are you doing? And I'm like, the same I was doing last week. Um, still working. Nice. Nice. Like, um, but what I've really seen is that this has kind of, this has shaken businesses from a, like from a, a viewpoint and a stance that we've never seen before. You know, we've never gone through any sort of situation where, um, what gets to happen when and where um, had to be controlled. And so it is, it's, it's, it's shaking people up and it is, it's putting people into kind of this like fear, panic, like, oh no mode. And honestly, um, one of the first things I want to say to every business, whether you're a brick and mortar, whether you're online, whether you're offline, but you're not a brick and mortar where you're, I, I, I don't care what you do. Stop freaking out. Right. Just stop. Like, yes, my heart goes out to everybody who's been affected by the COVID-19 virus and by the pandemic. Um, I feel for the people who got separated from their families and their loved ones and their their person from their, their spouses that have gotten split up and kids and families. And that is terrible. And if you keep freaking out, this is going to last longer. So knock it off. 
Right. Not a business. And the truth about business is, is that supply and demand still hasn't changed. People are uncertain because they're being asked to stay home. So stay home and work on the things you are certain on. Like, it's really simple. There are a number of businesses that are affected by this where, aside from, you know, reaching out to your current clients, having them buy services in advance, hair salons, massage parlors, place where you get facials, um, that kind of stuff is just completely closed down because you can't touch each other. But there is no other business on this planet that cannot touch their ideal client in another way from a digital standpoint. So the truth is, is that you have access to your ideal clients. What are you willing to do to get where you want to go? You got me in a, you got me on a fiery day today. I guess so. I'm like, let's go, just, just get to work. Um, And like, it's, it's, it's possible. It's 100% possible, whether it is through selling or supporting or, or speaking or running a zoom or creating the content that your, that your ideal clients need right now. Um, it's, it's, it is possible if you're willing to open your eyes and view this situation for what it is, a short term situation. Mm. And in the short term, what are you going to do to show up as your best self? to be the best version of your company, to portray your company's mission statement and value statements and really hold your ideal clients or ideal customers um, in a space that they need to be held in to support them with what's going on in their life right now. I mean, you guys, Petco did this. Petco did this beautifully. Now, does Petco affect... My, yeah, I have dogs. Does Petco affect my personal well-being right now? No. I don't eat dog food. Does Petco's support affect how I choose or who I choose to buy from and how I choose to operate? Absolutely. Right. 24 hours after the, the first lockdowns were announced, the CEO of Petco sent out an email with like a six-minute video in it saying, Here's what we're doing for our employees. These are the small minimal changes we're going to make. We know this is going to be, you know, all the way across the United States. We're going to make changes to our teams now. We're going to make changes to our policies now. And if you need something, we've created a way for you to get all of your pets needs because they are part of your family too. And they, they hired a bunch of people, but they opened up space in pickup delivery an online and an online space to buy. Now, say you're a new brick and mortar business. Um, let's pick. Let's pick. Pick a good product. Give me a fun product. Ooh. I mean, my I I'm currently quarantined with my barber. That's that. No, I mean like something you can purchase, not something, not a service. Okay. Not fair. Uh, I can't fix that right now. All right, let's let's do. Um... Let's do like men's clothing. I know you can buy men's clothing online, but a lot of people. So like- say we had a boutique men's clothing store that um, is in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. And they, uh, they've just been at brick and mortar. They, they had a, like a, an inf- informational website um, and social media accounts, but 
didn't necessarily have somebody running them. They and there's nobody techie in their business. Yeah. It will take you all of maybe 96 hours. And I'm talking from writing content to going live. It will take you 96 hours to get up a way for people to buy your things and you ship it to them. Mm. Now, what's in the gap is, what if I want it to look this way? Do you think anybody cares what it looks like? No, your ideal client still wants to buy those nice men's scarves a pashmina and a pair of dockers or dress shoes. I don't, I don't even know. What we need some workout gear. Okay. I can, I can spin on that one, <laughs> but your ideal client does still want to buy from you. They also want to know that you're okay. They also want to know what are you doing to be kind of your business, to take care of your employees. Like for you brick and mortars out there that have, you guys have payroll. If you have not been watching the updates, you get to watch them because they've, they've already set up relief systems for your payroll and for your employees. If you can find a way to get them to re work remotely for the brick and mortars who don't have any online, online presence right now, I can almost guarantee you that if you have any sort of millennial staff, they know how to do some of this stuff. They can get it started. Why don't you shift? This is about shifting, shift what you're focusing on to create an impact that will matter now. Instead of saying, well, I, my, my business runs barbers, massage therapists, um, the woman who does my facials, um, you know, custom tanning where people have to dentists, they really can't. And some dentists are still operating. A lot of dentists are still operating because they have the medical procedures. But like people who touch your face and people who do tattoos, um, you guys are hurting. And for like you need it. If we take that one small sector, it's like five percent of the businesses in the city, and everybody supports them with everybody in the city gives those businesses five dollars. They're not going to die, and we won't lose them. And everybody else, like, do the hard work. Mm. Or, yes, shift. or and e even like gift cards, buy someone in your family gift cards for when everything sorts itself out. The girl who does my hair, mm -hmm. she, she messaged me. She goes, so I got a box today. And I said, yeah, I bet you anything. That's my shampoo, my conditioner. She's like, and she's like, it's everything. Would you like me to deliver it? I said, you know, I'll pick it up the next time I get my hair done. She goes, great. I said, I'm supposed to get my hair done next week. And seeing as you're, you're rescheduling me, why don't you just go ahead and let me pay for my, my next service? Cause I want to do a full cut, full color. And I added highlights and I, I want her to put in the little feather thing. Mm -hmm. I want a feather. I was like, go ahead and do, go ahead and do all that. I was like, I'm going to pay for it now. And she was like, why? And I was like, do you need to pay rent? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, we've been friends for 20 years. I'm the first person you should ask. And she was like, heard, I got it this morning. After, like, after I got done with all my morning calls, her and I talked, and she was like, three quarters of my clients paid up front. Nice. I sent out a message that said, if you can, please do. And I told them I'd give them preferential rescheduling. And I was like, there you go. Nice. Done. Create value. Right. And the truth is, is um, for those of you who do or don't know, like, we tried to do this live last week, and um, the internet had it out for me. <laughs> 
It's 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 so much funnier when the internet picks on a techie. <laughs> the internet just it the internet came after us, and I was like, I I mean, we logged very first launch. Like, this is going to define how you show up as a company in the marketplace for the next quarter of a century. Secondly, for those of you who have active clients and active offers, you're sitting on a gold mine. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on money. You have current and previous clients that already know, like, and trust you. Do you think they want to work with anybody else? No. And, and- Nobody wants to try to forge a new relationship if they can get the same value from a current relationship they're happy with. And, you guys and, are sitting on perfect people. Well, and, and here's the thing is that what happens, especially if you're a service business, for example, when all the stuff straightens out, you're going to get bombarded and you think that's good. The problem is, one, and I think we talked about this, some of the rules are probably going to change. So capacity issues might might have shifted by the time that happens. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the place where you're so full of those clients that you love the most, the ones that are, you know, be there time after time. If you don't get them in, they have to go find somewhere else. And the moment that you let your customer go to go to your competition is the first step to lose them. Now, there's some people that just love well, you. It's so not much. even the first step. That's the last step to lose them. You won't get them back. It takes somewhere between eight and twelve absolutely epic, not regular good experiences, epic experiences to erase one bad one in the service industry. Mm. I know it's painful. It is painful. Everybody, all of the people that I'm clients of, the girl does my nails, the girl does my lashes, every single one of them got the same message for me. I'm sorry that this happened to you guys, and I know that you don't have a lot to do. Here are the five things that I'm going to require you to do to keep me as a client. And I'm the kind of client you want to keep because I have a really big mouth. I'm also on stages and on media and on social and I do a lot of things that I'm, I just have a big mouth and they're like, what do you need from me? And I was like, I want you to be posting on social. I want you to be supporting each other. I want you to be sharing each other's posts and I want you to be doing A, B, C, D, and E. And here are the four emails you're going to send out to your clients, customize them. If you need my help, call me. Every one of them followed two hours worth of, worth of work. Sit down in front of a computer for two hours, got it done. And they have happy clients that have digital ways to get back on the schedule once the band's lifted. And, and it just, it was, it's about creating and creating trust, creating that relationship. So you guys, like, if you look at your business and I'm going to, I'm going to use, I'm going to use my business as an example, because I like, this is, was one of the reasons why we built this. Um, But if you look at your current clients, like how you stack your offers, has to do with what order clients are going to get problems in. We all know this. We take tons of coaching programs on it. We sit through seminars and conferences and webinars and masterclasses and workshops. Um, And the truth is, is that what you create right now to solve your current client's problem, to staunch the bleeding and make them feel seen, heard, and understood like they are a cared-for and important and it's like loving you love your clients like you have to make them feel cared for right. they get to be important but what you do right now 
does not have to last forever. It needs to happen right now. Mm. So the, okay, well, I've got to get this and I've got to get that. Pick up the phone. Call your previous clients. What hurts? What hurts right now? How, what can I help you with? How can I support you? And find out what's really going on in their life, in their businesses, with their families, with their dog training, whatever it is that you do, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. You need to find out what it is that your current clients need and serve them. Be it put together a $97 workshop or let me give you all of my templates for $197 or how about I, how about I take your payments and I break them up every two weeks. So, because money's coming in differently now, like what can you do to serve your clients? Still be in, in service to their result. We don't let people slip and still be in service to the bigger vision that this just, this is so, so temporary. Like, what would that look like? Because solving the problem is, I, that's why we got into business. We got into business to solve a problem of sorts. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is, whether you are Gary B selling, selling wine on Wine TV or telling people that happiness and compassion is the main result to being happy. That man did both. Yeah. In the same decade. Successfully. Yeah. And it was not because we had a good market. The world's going right. Like none of these things are changing how we're doing business. You still get to serve people at a higher level. So how does this relate, Jeremy? Let's talk about how this relates to sales. Let's do it. So what? Like what? What do you think are the things that people have to shift in sales right now? I feel like this interview just changed. Look at that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it usually does. I mean, here's the thing: the, the mindset. First of all. Because there's a lot of people saying, I can't sell right now. People are hurting. And the reality is you must sell right now because people are hurting. People need you. People need your support. If you have a product or service that can change someone's life or change someone's business or even help this much, go do it. Because they need that right now more than ever. Don't sit back and go, I'm scared haters are going to, you know. I like for, for example, I was doing an interview uh, a couple weekends ago. And there's a photographer and she had this idea that she would go and do uh, what she called pandemic uh, photos. So she'd go up to someone's house and say, look, we can set you up on your lawn. I just got to stay, you know, two meters back, 12 feet back, whatever. Or I can come up and like take shots through your window of you in your workspace. Like she's just trying to create some stuff, have some fun and generate some income. Right. And people started trolling on her, tearing her apart um, and just, you know, mouthing at her on, on Facebook. And she says like, what do we do? I know. Right. And I, and I said, look, if they don't pay your bills, don't listen to what they have to say. Nope. Right? We, let's let's do let's do some promo for her this week. Let's let's send out some of her face, share some of her Facebook posts. Oh, that, that's what I'm talking about. This is the important part. Your mindset around sales should not have changed. Right. Like Absolutely. selling it in my humble opinion, selling is easier now than it ever has been. People are in pain right now. They're like, this sucks. Can you make it? Stop. Yeah. yeah. And then help you. And that, that example, um, she, I mean, to come up with that creative thought, like, Hey, let's go set up some furniture on your lawn and I'll take shots of you out there. Or, you know, I'll take the shots through the window. Like that's pretty creative. Right. So 
uh, you know, porch, porch photos. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and so, yeah. And I, I think it's awesome, but of course now everybody is a keyboard warrior because everybody's at home. Everybody's got their two cents to share. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that was really unfortunate. And so I, like, I want to, for you guys watching and listening, like, don't let those people that are worried about what's going on be the ones that stop you from building your business. You might need to change the way you deliver, right? You might need to you know, ship the product instead of hand deliver it. You might need to do a curbside drop off or pickup scenario. Um, but you may do- have to go to a Zoom training versus an in person meeting, or a uh, you know, or um, you know, a phone call with um, you know, some follow up. Uh, you know, collateral worksheets to supplement what somebody needs to get done if they're a visual learner, a tactile learner. But you guys know, if you if you start ever if you started your business, you started solving this problem. And honestly, we've gotten lazy and we made it complicated. So stop making it hard. The internet gave us an infinite amount of possibility. And the technicality around it let us make it super complicated and get real lazy. Right. It's crazy. So it's as simple as as stopping. Yeah. So I've got some questions for you about businesses that is not so easy to keep doing business as. Okay. And so the, the, the messaging that I've been giving people, if they can't, they actually can't sell something right now. Like it it is a hands-on scenario. Um, my advice has been create some way to deliver value to your audience. So that your brand is still associated with your message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the examples, um, I gave, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, go example. So one of the examples that I gave is um, I was having a conversation with somebody about a company that uh, they sell tours in Italy. Oh. Rough, rough days. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know what, what if, you could go and curate any virtual tours that are online right now, provide your audience, anyone that you've ever um, been in contact with and put on, on social media, right? Come and experience this from the comfort of your home. The logo, the brand is there. You're still getting associated with the experience. Then as soon as the doors open up and the planes can fly again, then people are like, Oh, I want to be the first person that they call. People are imprinting right now. You guys, for you business owners out there, take this to heart. People are imprinting right now. How you show up in your life on social media, in business, how you serve, how you be of support, how well you communicate that you you resonate with people, that you feel for them, that you're here to help them, not that like how you show up right now will affect your business for the next quarter of a century. Because people will either remember you and stay away or they will remember you and fall in love. One or the other. But like another business that like a really, really great example is like massage therapist. Mm-hmm. You guys, do, do, you, do you remember like um, the, the, the little trend um, where they would, someone, they would do a, like um, crowdfunding and they would pre-sell something for like eight months? Oh, yeah. That, yep. And and you don't see a lot of that anymore. Most angel funding is pretty like right now. A lot of development's gotten a lot faster. But the truth is, is that physical products and um, deliverable services, because we used to pre-sell into them for months before we would start something. 
you already know how to do this. Call everybody on your client list and say, hey, I'm giving my massages two for one if you buy them today. Because I want, I know that when you, when you come out of this, you've been on your computers, you've been sitting at home, people, people are going to need to feel better. Your muscles are going to be sore. And um, I want to make sure that coming out of this, that you don't feel like it's a gouge to take care of yourself. So I'm slashing the price in half. And if you buy them, I'm going to add you to a list where twice a week, I'm going to send out um, the, the DIY from home, um, you know, self massages, like how to um, loosen up your shoulders with a tennis ball or how to um, fix those leg, leg cramps with a piece of, um, you know, uh, plastic pipe. Like you can do this with stuff in your garage, like create something to serve people. Mm. Because massage therapists can't do anything right now. And I just created an entire business model. I want to find us a massage therapist and let's get this. I, w- I want to see this role. Okay. I bet you anything we can do. We can do five figures in, in a matter of days. We can close 10 grand in 48 hours easily. All right. I will, mm-hmm. I will take someone in this, uh, in this stream. Uh, well, we'll see who's watching. If you're a massage therapist watching this right now, comment in the stream. Reach out to us. Comment on this. Comment on the stream and reach out to us. Like, we'll help you get it, get it online. Yeah. I'm absolutely down for that. If you feel stuck and you want to have a conversation, I'll talk to you. You guys, my, my company and personal cell phone number are public on Facebook. It is not hard to get a hold of me. It absolutely isn't. I opened up my calendar when the pandemic started for 12 hours a day, six days a week and said, if somebody wants to chat, come have a virtual latte with me. You want to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness? Great. You want to talk about art? Great. You need help with your business? Awesome. You choose to not ask for the right kind of support? I can't read your mind. Right. That's awesome. But you guys, it's so easy to shift these, even these brick and mortar businesses that are hard. You've got barbers and hairstylists, um, nail technicians, spas. That I mean, they were ordered to shut their doors. People who do um uh, experiences like um like the giant trampoline places and skydiving, like places where you take kids to roll around in those ball pits and climb up very dirty slides. Like, well, all of those places are closed. Like, they serve children. What could they do? They could send out video. 20 minute um, puppet videos that parents could set their kids down and watch that They know that we already know and trust and like this company. We buy things from them. I'd love to have my kids watch 30 minutes of fun puppet educational content. It's, it's $27 a month to get 35 minutes a day. We're going to go live. There's, there's... I'm talking about a play, a play gym, grabbing a phone, a, a light, Right. These are $5 on Amazon. Grab a cell phone and a light and get on Facebook Live and say, $27 a month, I'm going to entertain your kids for 35 minutes a day. Do you know how many parents would give you $1,000 for that right now? Their children are driving them nuts. What, what, what They're the, like, wait, you're home for 24 hours. Yeah, the means are like, <clears throat> parents are going are gonna to figure this thing out before the doctors do, right? Oh, they have to. They have to. I have... I, I was raised by one of the most amazing parents and I know amazing parents that are like, 
you know what? Like I remember them being babies and being home, but like school starts and it changes something for a parent. And now they've got kids at home where they're either doing school online, which means every kid's got to be in a different room so that they can talk on a different computer that zoo or they're homeschooling and they're like, I didn't sign up to be a teacher. This is not what I went to school for. And they're stuck in the house with their kids who are rambunctious and want to go outside and play and their spouse and the dog and everything else. And there's no toilet paper. Like, (laughs) I don't know any parent that wouldn't give you $27 right now. I bet you we could find 5,000 parents to give you 27 bucks. You do 30 minutes of live every day for the next 30 days. We're just building businesses here. That's right. 10 grand. Yeah. No. No. Uh, it's twelve five. My bad. That's twelve thousand five hundred dollars. So, so to entertain to do something for thirty minutes a day. So you have something that you want to give to people that actually can help them with this, right? I do. So, um, for all like for all of you guys, like we sat down and kind of I I'm known for being one of the most um interconnected people with my clients. Um, I also built a half a million dollar company with no website. Yes, I am a tech company. No, we did not have a website. No website, no logos, no, no, nothing set up. And it was 100% referral and engagement sales based. So someone would refer somebody to me, I would talk to them, I would sell them. And then on the backside, I would engage with what was going on next for them. And I would resell them into whatever they needed next. I turned half a million dollars with less than a hundred clients. That's huge. So it really isn't that hard. It's about identifying where people really at and how, what part of my genius can I give you to serve you right now? It's not about solving the whole problem. Stay in your lane, be in service. So, um, my team took apart my whole process. They sat down, they listened to piles of sales calls. They followed me. We went back and forth on copy and we put together how it is that I actually resell and engage sell my clients. So we put together some templates, some examples. Please watch the email that this comes in and the email sequence that this comes in. There's a big hint. The sequence itself is part of the whole package. But we put together all of the worksheets, all of the the little forms that my team fills out, and all the actual questions that I've been asking my clients for over seven years now to sell them into solving their next problem. I have clients that have been with me for over a decade and have just kept growing and kept building and kept doing all sorts of different things. And you guys, I've switched industries. So if my clients stay with me, while I switch industries, I think it's, it Pretty just doesn't fail. It just doesn't fail. Like you, you just have to identify what's really going on for people. So we put it together in a field guide. Um, it is an interactive workbook. Uh, you also get some emails and some um, examples. Um, if you need more help or more support, you don't get it. You want to talk to me right in the bottom of that very first email in the PS. It says, hey, would you like to have a virtual latte? This is not a sales call. This is a, what do you need from me? I committed to opening my calendar for 12 hours a day, six days a week until this is over. So if you want to talk to me, I'm here. 
pretty simple. But let me help you get where you need to go because this is you guys you will never have this kind of captured time ever again. Probably not in your lifetime. So they can go and get the guide at engagetosold.com. Correct. Right. That into the world too. Boom. I love it. Awesome. So Heather, the last thing that I want to ask you is what if like if, if people watching this or if they're just tuning now, let's say there's one thing that you want them to take away. We talk about a lot of things. And Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.